Welcome to the podcast. It's dedicated to making you a faster cyclist or triathlete in this case. The Ask a Cycling Coach podcast presented by Trainer Road. I'm Coach Jonathan Lee with our head coach, Chad Timmerman. Hi, everybody. Our CEO, Nate Pearson. Hello. And a very special guest with us today, Norman Bannock. How you doing, Norman? I'm fine. Hello. Uh, where are you from, first of all? Um, I'm from Germany, although I do live in Austria nowadays. Oh, cool. Awesome. We are going to talk triathlon, how you got to Kona, all the details on how you plan to execute at Kona, but also how you got there. And first things first, we'll get into your tribe background in a bit, but hmm. this is pretty crazy. So you qualified for Kona Ironman Vici, mm -hmm. and just going over the numbers here on this, this is pretty nuts. So one hour swim, one hour and 11, 11 seconds, I should say, uh, 4.33 bike, really fast, and 2.57 run after doing the bike wow. like that. So you got a 8.37, which is insanely professionally fast. professionally fast. That's crazy. And then uh, there was no pros there? Yeah, that's right. No yep. pros, right? What was yeah, that it's, about? It's it's a no pro race. There's a 70.3 the day before, which has pros, mm -hmm. but um, the full distance doesn't have any pros. So, yeah. so what place did you get then over the line? Uh, I, I won. Yeah. You won. How did that feel? <laughs> uh, it was pretty, pretty unreal, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I... Obviously, I knew before I crossed the finish line that uh, that I will win, um, but I haven't really realized it. I guess for mm. for a few days or so, because it's not something you start in uh, for an Ironman uh, competition and and you think, oh well, I will probably win that. <laughs> yeah, so, no one, right? So I'll be I'll be cool with that. But you um, got to yeah. be first across the tape. Did you get to grab? Did you, the did you get the pee? Yeah, yeah that, that was that was semi embarrassing actually because I wanted I, I thought about what kind of move I, I want to make <laughs> and then uh, I grabbed it, but I was still way too fast. I actually learned afterwards that that the pros are slowing down when they <laughs> try, oh, to, try grab to grab it. Up so so, I, so if if you there's a, there's a video of it and you see that I'm almost stripping in like. Well, <laughs> we'll we put that in the forum. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So there'll be a forum episode, and if you look, or forum episode, if you look up uh, Norman's name on here, you'll be able to find it. Norman Bannock, B-A-N-I-C-K. You'll be able to find that thread, and we'll throw in that video plus other details of what we'll talk about on this podcast. We should say too, uh, we're in Kona right now. We are. And you're about to race on Saturday, and today is Wednesday. Wednesday. Mm -hmm. um, first question: When you qualified for your 8:37, what? training plan what did you do um, <laughs> i know the answer I, I i did the trainer road um mid volume plan on last year the full distance yeah sure pretty sweet i just looked at the camera like the office yeah, yeah it's so, awesome actually why did you choose mid volume rather than high volume um well i had edited the look obviously on on all plans but the uh, high volume plan felt pretty crazy to me to be honest <laughs> and it was just a lot of volume and a lot of uh, high intensity stuff and what it did was rather i tried to do one extra ride for example on, on wednesday one long ride or so that's uh, additional um so it's probably as a thought as, as a, uh, you probably talked about it in some uh, episode about it that it's better to add one uh yeah workout than instead well, you have to skip it, and um, mm -hmm. then it's kind of bad morale. Also. I, I love like that you did an 8.37 and one <laughs> on mid-volume because I feel like uh, high volume is only for a very small portion of people, mm -hmm. and myself included, I try high volume, and mm -hmm. I, I know every year, and then you go back to it. Right. But if you just do what you did, mid-volume, then add a little bit, it's so much easier. And I think it feels mentally easier to add one workout mm -hmm. than if you skip it one week, it's not a big deal, yep. than to yeah. do high and like cut four workouts. 
Yeah, yeah. If, I, if I could rephrase what you just said right there, for people that are listening to this, there isn't a direct correlation between high volume and high performance. Mm-hmm. It's the volume that's right for you, yeah. and then that's to optimize your performance. Yeah, at least amount of training to improve performance. Right. Let's let's go through your stats a little bit in mm-hmm. terms of, so you have around a 340-watt FTP, roughly? Mm, yeah, 340, 350. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, Ticking up. And you 78 kilograms, mm-hmm. so that's about 172 pounds. Uh, and that puts him just under 4.4 watts per kilogram. That is really, really, really fast. What do you usually aim for in terms of power for a bike split, for an average or normalized or do power? Or ride by power? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, for Vichy, I had like 245 watts. Normalized yeah. or average? Um, normalized. Wow, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. It's impressive. No. Do you He's, know your average power on that? Um, yeah, probably like 4% less or so. Close, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's impressive because you were still able to run a, a 257, a sub yeah. three marathon after that. Yeah. That's crazy, right? So that gives people kind of an idea of like mm-hmm. the athlete that you are. Uh, and, and how tall are you as well? I'm 1 meter 82. Awesome. 182. 6'1. Yeah. 6'1. Great. Yeah, right there. Perfect. So we have that figured out now. Let's get into, Nate, did you have something you want uh, to add? I was, uh, was going to ask, what, what do you do for a living? Um, I'm a data engineer um, at a, a, a semiconductor uh, business. And yeah, so it's mostly about databases and big data, all those, you know. Buzzwords. Buzzwords, yeah. <laughs> How many cool. hours a week? Um, it's 38 hours. Okay, so full-time job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of work. Are you sitting usually throughout the day? Or yeah. Is it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like one hundred percent sitting, more yeah. or less. Yeah. How do you? Uh, uh, we talked about this before, but how do you balance your training? Like, you do some indoor, some outdoor. Um, well, I, I obviously do some of my um, bike training indoor uh, during the week um, because it's just so time efficient. And but all the rest, uh, it's it's outdoor. Yeah. Where do you fit that in? Like in a typical daily schedule, do you train before work, train at lunch, train after work? Uh, I never actually do train before work. I am, I'm quite fortunate that at my company, they are, they are really, really fit uh, people. So we have like a running group uh, for lunch and I'm like probably the worst runner out of them. It's like one guy is like a 225 marathon PR (laughs) and the other's all of them can basically run sub 240. So that's, that's wow. really, really good uh, training during lunch. Yeah. <laughs> and well, then um, in the evening, oh, mostly cycling. Yeah. 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 That's how it fits it in. How much do you swim? Um, not much at all. Yeah. Uh, it's, I don't really enjoy swimming that much, to be honest. I, I'm coming from a cycling background. Okay. So I'm, I guess I'm somewhat fortunate that. I can Clearly do swim well. somewhat properly swimming. Yeah. And uh, like, it's, I think in average, it's like six kilometers a week or so. Hmm. Okay. It's two, two workouts a mm-hmm. week. You mentioned you had a cycling background. What were you like? Uh, are we talking like time trialist, crit racer, road racer? I did uh, crit racing when I, when I started cycling here. Yeah. Oh, cool. Awesome. And not very successful at all. <laughs> that's, that's why I, that's why I kind of stopped. <laughs> it was, mm, yeah, well. I, I crashed a lot and uh, didn't really uh, had the handling skills, I guess. 
I, I thought uh, afterwards, uh, like last few weeks or so, when, when I had your, your videos of those uh, races, yeah. I, I probably would have done a little bit better back then, but yeah. <laughs> Not too late. No, well, I don't know. We'll go off the front. <laughs> Maybe. Ger Germany's got a crit scene, I feel like, and a lot of people don't really know about it. We, we, Legit. Yeah, we, we got to, at Eurobike, speak to a handful of people. What's uh, the name of that team? Team so Standard. 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 Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Really cool, hey, really cool bikes, yeah. Hey guys, uh, really cool bikes. They were like steel bikes that they are aluminum bikes. Forgive me. Uh, anyways, it sounds like a cool crit scene that they have there. So uh, we want to hear from more crit racers from Germany. Getting back to triathlon, mm -hmm. uh, let's go. What brought you from cycling to triathlon? Um, well, basically, as, as I just said, uh, it's I, I crashed a lot in, in cycling, so uh, it wasn't really a lot of fun. If you like, hurt like mm -hmm. almost every second week or so <laughs> yeah. and then uh, my my uncle he he did uh, triathlon back then and i was like oh well i can try it as well why not uh, do some running and then started swimming so that was basically uh yeah from family side and how long ago was that that was that was 2009 i think 2009. when was your first full distance 2011 and you almost qualified right at your yeah first full distance it race? was uh i'm in uk and I missed it by like two minutes or so. Oh my gosh. Uh. <laughs> That's crazy. We're, okay. I, uh. I, it's extremely, for people that don't know, it's extremely hard to qualify for Kona. Like, yes. Extremely hard. hard. It's not like it's an easy thing. Yep. It's a lot of people's life goal. So yes. to get two minutes in your first time. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Can we do a thing where we go through everything? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, are you going to eat differently this week leading up to the race? Actually, first. How do you eat normally in training? Uh, well, it's it's I guess it's somewhat embarrassing. Uh, my my friends sometimes joke about me that I, I eat like if you leave your twelve year old uh, alone at home. <laughs> so I actually got to my birthday, I got like a three kilogram uh, jar of hazelnut spread, and that was like two <laughs> months ago, and it's 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 almost empty actually. Whoa. Uh, so it's lots of carbs, and well, I, I tried to cut it a bit down uh, during you know the, the last months before the. Um, the um, main competition yeah but yeah it's still probably the area where it could improve uh, the most are you eating like junk food or like just like refined pasta what do you mean by mm -hmm. yeah yeah mostly mostly uh well, pasta and this, this kind of stuff and like yeah. lots of hazelnut spread obviously and uh <laughs> yeah this, this kind of stuff actually yeah how old are you before we go into more than i'm stuff? 32 32 so not 12 right. <laughs> okay. so this week when you're here what are you eating? Like, are you going to change anything the, the race week? Um, well, so far we ate kind of healthy, I guess. Um, yeah, it's, it's like sometimes pasta, sometimes uh, we had uh, like uh, um, salmon wraps yesterday mm -hmm. and this kind of stuff. It's, it's okay. What did you have for breakfast? Um, today I had uh, oatmeal with a banana and uh, well, some seeds in it. And black seeds, right? That's yeah. what you said. So I wish my 12 year old when she's 12, like that's how she eats. <laughs> like the, the yeah, crazy. Well, fantastic, <laughs> yeah. right? That's okay. So what do you usually eat the night before a race? Oh, uh, it's usually pasta. Yeah. What do you put on that pasta? And are uh, you particular about the kind? No, not really. It's just some tomato sauce and yeah. nothing, not nothing. Crazy. What about meat or anything? Do you do that? No, not really. I, I usually try to eat pasta actually because well, it's, it's kind of light and it's not so that's a tough on your on the stomach. And then morning of, are you going to eat some? Because it's an early start, 6, I guess, what time will you start? It's going to be waved this um, year. 6.55 or so? 6.55. Okay. So what time will you get up first? And then what will we um, eat? I haven't really thought about it. 
probably four <laughs> o'clock or so in the evening. That, that's what um, Scott was it oh, yesterday. Yeah. That, that's, okay. that's what he said. <laughs> and I was like, I, I thought uh, today about it earlier, and I was like, oh, well, it's it's probably a good time. I guess. Right. Yeah. yeah. And what will you eat when you get up on race morning? Um. Yeah. White bread toast as well. Yeah. Will oh. you put anything on the toast? Yeah. Well. That's kind of worked out. <laughs> that's how many way. pounds? Um, I, I don't measure it, but uh, well, everyone says it's way too much. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, going into the swim, do you take a gel or anything else while you're because they have you like tread water for a mm -hmm. while, and then also you have plenty of time before you get into the water. Um, no, I, I don't actually use gels. I have my own um, like kind of recipe uh, for for nutrition, and well, I have an extra bottle for that. Cool. So nothing, no pre-race. You don't take caffeine or any kind of gel or any kind well, of other nutrition. I would probably drink a coffee before, but um, it's it's not like a, a well, some some gel. The recipe is mostly um, well, it's it's nothing special really. It's uh, two uh, maltodextrin to to one uh, fructose. That's what everybody does anyway, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's it's made of uh, stuff you can buy at the store. Do you put salt in then? Yeah, a little bit. Um, when I watched uh, the episode with uh, Andy Blow, Andy was yep. it? Andy Blow, yeah. uh, that, that's the first time I actually <laughs> thought about it. I just put some salt for it because, I don't know, good measure, I guess. Yeah. But um, that's the first time I really thought about, um, well, dive into it a bit deeper. And so, yeah, I, I probably use salt like for real this time. Yeah. Yeah, especially here because it's so hot and you sweat so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, a, that's probably a good idea. On the swim side, taking a quick break from nutrition here. On the swim side, it's really compact. And it seems terrifying to a person like me getting like punched and kicked in the face when you're swimming with all these other people. Do you have a strategy for the swim in terms of positioning or in terms of pacing as well? Like, are you planning to position yourself outside of the pack or stay within? And then are you planning on going easy, relatively hard? Um, I'm not so sure if it will be that tough this time because there are the waves. Mm -hmm. So it should be like half the field or so. Um, last time when I participated, I tried to, they are like, um, well, different kind of rows, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I tried to stay like two meters behind the last row. So I, I was kind of, kind of afraid as well. Like, yeah. um, that worked out really well. I probably, um, will go a bit further this time because, um, I also felt that I was passing people for like mm -hmm. 60 minutes last time. And, uh, it's probably if I can, uh, stay on the feet on some of the fast guys, I should uh, do a lot better. Norman, you won an Ironman. You should be front row. <laughs> yeah, well, like, tell I, everybody. I, I, I did a, a mistake in, in Vichy. I was uh, like in the second row or so. And then I had some, well, I, I've, I've, you have to dive in from the, from the, um, from the side the dark. Uh -huh. and um, then I, I fell on my chest mostly <gasps> and I, I couldn't breathe for like two minutes and had like oh. a terrible panic attack and I actually breaststroke for like 200 meters and I felt so so bad because all those guys were oh. swimming over me and I was like oh damn I stood in the first row and <laughs> <laughs> that's it's never yeah, again well, yeah <laughs> you but, stopped in an hour yeah it's impressive I, I mean after some minutes I, I tried to calm myself down a bit uh, to to chill out i guess and um but then it it, it kind of worked again that's a really good tip for any triathletes i mean because that's a, people's biggest fear is you panic in the water <laughs> and even at your high level it happened oh. you just breaststroke and it's fine i mean you, hopefully it's fine but you can uh yeah. you can get over it and a lot of one other thing that people don't know is you can hang on to kayaks 
Mm -hmm. and you don't get disqualified. Yeah, they you don't like, they can't pull you, right? Yeah, yeah. but you can stop. You can put your hand up, go there and rest, mm -hmm. and it, it's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good tip. Do I you plan wear, on utilizing that. Thank you. Do you uh, wear a, <laughs> I'm going to say this right today, a speed suit? Oh, uh, yes. Spin? Oh, well. Yeah, which one? Uh, it's a Kiwami. It's a French brand, I think. Uh, and it's leaves as well. So I, I bought it for, for Vichy last year. But because it's, it's usually a, a non-wetsuit swim, mm -hmm. but this time it wasn't for some reason. Um, but yeah, I will use it uh, for, for Kona then. What about, what about your tri-suit? Um, it's, uh, it's called PA suit. It's a small German brand. Um, yeah, it has all the stuff you would want, like really long sleeves and like fancy patterns on your back and the sleeves and yeah. like trip, trip layers or yeah, yeah. on your, on yeah. your back and your sleeves. Is it a like, one piece or a two piece? Yeah, it's a one piece. Yeah. Because that's more aero, right? Mm -hmm. Gotta do that sort of thing. Cool. Onto the bike. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Which bike do you ride? I ride a giant Trinity. And what size is that bike? Um, it's size M. Yeah, okay. it's size M. Perfect. You have a really cool setup uh, with this bike too, like as far as like the like the bars and everything else. Which Giant Trinity, we've talked a lot about how Chad's wasn't stable at all, and we find out that we he really is just lacking a crossbar piece. Mm -hmm. The Giant now makes would have been great to know for Chad. Yeah. But that's okay. <laughs> but something that's something that's uh, interesting on on your bike is the fact that I feel like. With your setup, you don't have arms that are really high. How did you get to your position? Because I see a lot of triathletes because you don't have the rules that were like, you can run your arms up into a praying mantis mm -hmm. position if you wanted. So how did you come to decide your position? Um, actually, be be before I had it uh, even way lower, uh, like almost horizontal, um, because back like a few years ago when I, when I started triathlon, I uh, tried to, to uh, pull more mm -hmm. with, with my hands. And nowadays I find it more comfortable if they are a little bit angled up, but I don't know. I, I heard from, from some guys that apparently um, you either have to go really high hands for better aerodynamics or like really low. So in the middle, apparently it's not so good. That's at least what I heard. Hmm. Um, so I try to angle a bit for, for comfort, but yeah. Also, I'm, I'm kind of, I, I think if you have them really high, you have like a, well, the, the steering angle is, is kind of terrible. I don't yeah. know if you watched last year, the, the one pro has like, yeah, basically the, the hands in his face things. and he was wobbling all around and uh, it seemed no kind of dangerous. Sure. Yeah. So, you also have your saddle angled up slightly instead of like, you know, flat or some people you'll see them like tipping it down. Why do you have it angled so that the nose is slightly higher? Um, it's, it's really not much. Um, and you, you can, you can clearly see it on, on first glance, but, um, also I usually sit on the very tip. So it's, it's, I mean, you, you don't really use the full, full length of the, of the saddle. So it's, I don't know, but it's mostly because I felt if it's angled that way, I don't really, uh, push myself forward so much oh you don't have to like scoot yourself yeah. all over the saddle mm -hmm. I, that's really common you'll see a rider and they'll pedal for 15 seconds and then have to scoot pedal and yeah. Yeah. hundreds yeah. of times over the course of something like this yeah yeah i mean it's it's not so much angles that you hurt yourself basically yeah sure <laughs> yeah and it's also uh, on top of that that's the so. other side of it too is that it's a distraction every single time yeah. And yeah. it pulls it away from focus and, and cognitive load makes you slower. And you're using the specialized Sotero saddle, I think. Yep. Yeah. It, which isn't a split nosed saddle. It's just a snub nosed one. That's what I have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, what about hydration? How are you going to carry that? Um, I don't have it with me, but uh, on the front, there's this huge bottle. Um, then I will have uh, a bottle uh, behind the saddle. 
And I actually bought, um, because of the, the salt, um, topic, I bought like, uh, an arrow, uh, bottle for the, for the frame. Nice. Yeah. It's like yeah. a bento box that's put in there. Mm, no, no. It's, it's actually oh, like, oh, like a, an arrow shaped ah. bottle. Um, I think it's the, oh, okay. Yeah, yep. similar to like you have an arrow bottle in your Trinity mm -hmm. as well. But yeah. you also have a bento box to carry nutrition too? Um, no, I only put the spare parts in there Okay. because all my nutrition will be fluid. So it's, it's all in the bottle. What if you drop your bottle? I'm out of luck, I guess. No, okay. <laughs> no. Nah, nah. well, well, I, I don't know. You go on race course nutrition then. You yeah, touch, probably. Yeah. But Norman's like a no phone case sort of guy. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> no. I, I run the risk. I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, just don't drop it. What helmet do you run? I use a specialized helmet, uh, the full uh, TT helmet. The, yeah, yeah. I think it's called the TT. The S works TT, I think. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. S TT. Yeah. yeah, cool. No. That's known to be a fast helmet. Uh, wheels and tires. Um, the wheels are. Um, it's called Lumber Racing. It's a small German brand. I hope. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't get sued for it because I, I think they just buy some China uh, rims. Yeah. And they they build it together in in Germany, but yeah, yeah they are like super cheap compared to other brands. Right. And um, there was a, um, a aerodynamic test in the wind tunnel from the big German cycling magazine, and there was basically they were like I don't know zero point five watts faster than than zips. So yeah. it was nice. Well, not much to think about. Yeah. What tires are you running? Uh, it's GP 5000. And what width? Um, 23 in the front, 25 in the back. This is like, he's got, yeah. boxes are being checked. Okay, what about right. what pressure are you going to run? Um, we actually had, had to had to buy a, a pump uh, because we, we forgot ours in uh, Germany. Um, so I had to calculate it a little bit with a PSI. And I think it's like 105 or so. Okay. Yeah. Which uh, with sm smaller tires, you want you'll have higher pressure. I guess yep. that makes sense. Yeah, uh, and not tubeless though. No, not tubeless. Are you going to use shoe covers of any kind? No, no, not really. What's what shoes do you use? Um, those are specialized shoes, but not the triathlon version, but uh, proper road cycling the road shoes. Ones. Yeah, Got with uh, two boa dials, so they're really stuck to your feet. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I, I tried uh, triathlon shoes. Um, but um, I'm used from from oh, cycling background. I'm used sure. to this, uh, like almost nailed to the pedal. That feels I don't know, kind of kind of good for me. Yeah. yeah. What are you What are your plans on the bike course? So we already know that you're going to be taking custom hydration that you make. Mm -hmm. How many bottles of that do you plan to drink? Oh, it's, it's just one bottle. It's just it's, one. it's so concentrated. Wow. Wow. So will you have other bottles of water that you'll be yeah. taking in in addition yeah. to that? Yeah, you, you just take water. Do you plan on stopping at any aid stations or coming by grabbing a bottle at an aid station? Yeah, it should be fine just grabbing them, I guess. Yeah. How many calories per hour are you aiming for on the um, bike? On the bike, it's 90. No. Oh. It should be cool. fine. So that's going to be, I don't know how many that is, 90 times 4. Yeah, it's a 360. Lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Hey, it's a lot. I did math online. <laughs> I'm math on what the show. Yeah. It's hard to do. Are you going to be pacing by power, I assume, on this course as well? And if so, what's your target? Uh, yeah, for sure. And the target is probably, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I'll probably see how, how, um, how, um, what, what's, what's the heat, what's the temperature. Mm. Yeah. And so probably something around 240 to 250. Got That's it. at least what I trained for. Yeah. That's around 70 to 72%, 73% of FTP. Mm, yeah. 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 Definitely yeah. should be sustainable, right? Mm. What about crosswinds and the heat on the bike? Have you done anything to prepare for that? Well, we we uh, we are here for 
two weeks now, one one and a half week, and so we did some some rides uh, on the course, and Harvey still feels uh, a little bit shaky sometimes, <laughs> and but yeah, not much you can do about it, I guess. Are yeah. you gonna descend in the aero bars? Are you gonna be on the horns? It depends, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you is. can you can obviously do the what's it called, <coughs> Froom Froom Tuck, if yeah. you go on the yeah, well, yeah that well. worked out for Froom. So yeah. <laughs> good point, Jeff. Yeah, well, I guess. But yeah, I, I will not sit on the on the um on the on the frame, but I will probably just go with a head really deep, and it should be fun as well. It yeah. feels a bit more stable if I have the brakes in my hand, I guess. But what What's the feeling that you want, like when you get off the bike before you start the marathon? Um, well, that I'm not totally destroyed, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that just it? Simple as that? Mm, yeah, well, obviously, when, when you start running, it, it always feels a little, little bit shaky and not so great. And yeah, well, I guess if I, if I follow the, the, uh, the power plan, it should be all right, I guess. Hmm. But um, at, at first, it, it never feels good, for me at least. How long does it take for your legs to come back to you? A mile or two? Yeah, probably. <laughs> no. Hmm. Wow. Let's get into the run. What shoes do you use in the run? I use uh, Nike 4% shoes. Vaporflies. Mm-hmm. Cool. Everyone seems to or everyone seems to want them. If they don't have them, they want them. The like. the salmon ones or the green neon ones? Uh, the red ones, yeah. yeah salmon. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. What about heat management when you're on the run? So you'll still be obviously in your tri suit, mm-hmm. but are you going to be wearing anything on your head? And then do you have any other plans on how to manage body heat on the run? Yeah, I will, I will wear a hat. And well, as, as mentioned yesterday as well, I will probably put some ice in my sleeves. That's, that's a really good tip. I, I did that last time as well. And like in, in the back and uh, all this kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. What sort of pace are you shooting for on the run? Um, well, if everything goes perfect, I would try for um, like a three uh, ten uh, marathon. Oh, that's so fast. That would be that would be really good, I guess. It really, would be really good. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard here to do that because of the heat, and no. because of the climbs and everything else that, that it has here. What about nutrition on the run? What are I you going to be taking in? I will use the same recipe, just some some less carbs. It's more like sixty or so. Yeah, but it's it's basically the same. How are you going to carry that? Uh, I have those uh, soft flask. I don't know if you if you know them. Yeah. Is that like put on your hand? No, I can put it in the back of my of my suit. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you have pockets and you just put a couple yeah, flasks yeah. in so there? A couple yeah. flasks. Yeah, like two. And I will, uh, the plan is to take one extra in the energy lab, special needs. Got it. And uh, yeah. And then will you be taking, will you be grabbing water at aid stations as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. How often do you plan to do that? Like every aid station or? Mostly by thirst. Got it. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, obviously so so concentrated the the recipe, so you have to definitely drink water with it. Otherwise, it's just I don't know too thick. Yeah. And um, so, but you you get a feeling for it. Have you done anything before this race to prep for the heat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I did. Uh, I did read a paper about uh, the hot water immersion thing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I, I did that. Um, it was painful <laughs> and not a lot of fun. I, I did, um, usually I did uh, the train out workout uh-huh. and, uh, afterwards I just jumped into the, the best top and yeah, that was sometimes even more painful than the, the workout. I can imagine can, how long did you last? Um, I believe in the paper, it was like 30 minutes or so. I never <laughs> actually managed to do that <laughs> yeah. because it's, uh, 40 degrees. 
Oof. I'm not sure how much that is in Fahrenheit. Yeah, it's like it's 100, 105. Yeah, 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 I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's probably really like hot, hot tub. Yeah. yeah, it's not much fun. And no. um, well, I, I lasted for like, well, 15 to 20 minutes. And <laughs> that's keeping your minutes. hands and feet inside. Yeah. That's like one of the keys with the water mm -hmm. immersion one, right? Yeah, everything but your head. And yeah, then, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty tough. And, so in the, and in the paper, I think they did it for one week. And every day or so like daily yeah and i did it more like three times a week yeah for a single week no for like four weeks or so okay yeah. <laughs> do you notice an improvement on your how you handle hot weather um yeah i, I at least I, I believe in it um when when we came here it uh the the heart rate wasn't <coughs> wasn't uh, as high as the last few visits um so i i kind of i kind of think it, it worked out what i what i also did um because I usually run during uh, lunch times and in, in the um, well, like what's it one one p.m. or so. It's usually usually hot as well. Mm. I did the slow runs. I had some some kind of rain cape on me uh, because oh, wow. I, I just did it for the slow runs really and for um, well low intensity mm -hmm. uh, stuff because I, I didn't want it to to harm my my training. So the, the tough high intensity stuff was was still like uh, full gas. Um, but you know, those, those low intensity was like trying to get some heat adaption. This isn't your first time to Kona, correct? Yeah. Is this your first time racing it or have you just been here supporting others? No, it's, uh, um, well, this year is the second time racing and, uh, third time I've been here. So the first time that you raced here, how'd you do? And what's your goal, I guess, coming into this one? Um, last time. Uh, it felt kind of terrible. Uh, <laughs> Just kind of? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it wasn't a lot of fun. Actually, uh, during the run, uh, I, I was like, there's, there's no point in continuing. And uh, I don't know, it, it didn't really feel that well. I, I was probably really undertrained for, for this uh, event because I, I qualified um, the year before as well in, in, in Wales. And after the qualification, it was like, yeah, well, dream came, dream came true. And so it was the whole year was kind of, well, not so much training, more, more other stuff. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> I mean, the, 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 um, it was still not completely terrible. Mm -hmm. uh, the time was kind of okay. Uh, but I think I can do better. So what's, uh, what was your time then? What's, when, what goal do you have this year? Um, last year, uh, like two years ago, it was a 940. Oh. Nice. And for this year, well, it's, it's kind of hard to, to, to tell times because the conditions vary so much. <laughs> and, um, like, I don't know if you, if you have a mechanical, it yeah. can easily be like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes or so. If you have a perfect day, what do you think you could do? Well, if, if the weather is perfect as well, mm -hmm. I would probably hope for a sub nine or so. Okay. It's pretty That's sweet. So fast. That'd and be so cool. Sub nine at Kona. Like, I mean, fractions of a single percentage point amongst all of human existence ever. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> like, it's, but it's, it's really hard to say because in, I think in, in 2017, there were only like five guys sub nine, but last year was like, I don't know, hundreds yeah. or so or right. hundred. Many. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The so. wind switch hit at the right time last year, mm -hmm. and it was really favorable. 
And for those that don't know, like the wind famously switches out on this course and age groupers usually get kind of, uh, they don't get the same potential advantage from that because they start later. Mm-hmm. And this year with the wave starts, it would be even more difficult to get that. I would assume for age groupers, whereas mm-hmm. not for Norman, not for Norman. Well, we, we will see, I guess. Yeah. 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 Exciting um, stuff. You have anything else, Nate? Yes. What's going to, what's your like go-to post-race food? Um, I don't. Besides hazelnut butter. Yeah, I, I don't actually eat uh right after the race because uh, the stomach feels mm-hmm. so so mm-hmm. well upset. Um, so I usually I, I can start eating like four or five hours after the, the and then it's I don't know something that's it's easy to to swallow. What you do you know. what do you dream of eating while you're running? Like like what do you think? Like I'm gonna eat this because it's my reward. Mm, maybe a hamburger or so. Yeah, yeah, I almost thought you were gonna say hazelnut butter again. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's just so so regular, so it's not really special, I guess. Right? Yeah, yeah. Of course, Norman. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for trusting us with your training and for doing this amazing feat that is qualifying for Kona. Uh, Eight thirty-seven. That's amazing. That's such a fast time. So. Uh, good luck. If anybody wants to follow Norman, you can go over to forum.trainerroad.com. Uh, I assume Norman will jump in there and you'll mm-hmm. be able to respond to any questions, although not this week, people. He's really busy. So of it afterward. And you can ask any questions and find out all the different things that we've mentioned in here. If producer Tucker isn't able to pick out every single item and you have a question on it, I'm sure Norman could, could help with answering those. Yeah, sure. So thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will talk to you on the next one. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.